The following podcast is a Simpronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, I've got my special guest today. His name is Keith Bell, and our title today is Gut Health and Weight Loss. All the reasons you might not be losing weight might be in your gut. So we're so excited to have you. Welcome, Keith. Tell listeners a little bit about yourself. Oh, thank you so much, Chantel. It's great to be here today with you. I'm uh, speaking to you directly from Palm Beach, Florida, and uh, I can ride my bike over to uh, Mar-a-Lago in 10 minutes. That's what awesome. We're gonna, what we're going to be talking about um, today is gut health in general and about microbial balance and how important it is for not just our personal health, but there's also a huge environmental factor because guess what, Chantal, the planet also relies on microbial balance for health. So this, is, this even relates to things like global warming. And whether or not it rains or snows, all relies on microbes. So we um, we need to take responsibility for keeping ourselves in balance. I like to believe that I'm basically a walking compost heap, and it's my responsibility to keep myself in balance. And there are many ways we can do that. Um, my organization is called the Gut Club. Um, our website is thegutclub.org. It was founded at the end of 2015. Um, we have a, a, most of the action is now on, on our Facebook page. We have um, the Gut Club Facebook page, but also a closed group, a private group called the Gut Club Stool Test Discussion Group. And right now we have close to 7,000 people uh, that are posting their charts and, and talking about various issues related to gut health, including your specialty, which um, is weight loss. So we can dive into a lot of detail or we can skim the surface, however you want to do it. I like to dive deep. So, but I do have a question from a listener that came in that I want to make sure that we answer. And this is from Genevieve McCombs in Dallas, Texas. And she has three questions. She says, I love the podcast and I love sugar. She says, I'm pretty sure that I have a serious case of candida. I have three questions for you. How do I know that I have candida? What is the main cause of candida? And how long does it take for candida to spread in the body? That's a that's a pretty big issue and, and great questions. First of all, um, Genevieve, right? Uh, we need to clear this one thing up. Here in Palm Beach, we say Genevieve. Mm. Okay, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so anyway, anyway, Candida is can can we say a, a bitch? We're not allowed to say that. It, it, it really is. Um, it, I mean, it, there's so many issues um, that can manifest because of candida overgrowth. And, you know, the, the real issue is what's allowing the overgrowth. You know, of course, eating a lot of sugar is not going to be good, but it's really the immune system that's responsible for regulating the levels of candida. And 
You know, what actually makes that happen is lactobacillus bacteria. So a lot of people have heard, you know, that lactobacillus uh, has the, you know, it's, it's often applied to candida overgrowth and it's effective um, if you're taking a lactobacillus probiotic. But what people don't understand is it's not really a direct effect. Um, the, the lactobacillus isn't, you know, as I once thought, basically consuming the candida. That's not really the way it works. The way it works is by way of what's called tryptophan metabolism, um, which is an aromatic amino acid that interacts with our immune system. And to, to be brief, lactobacillus utilize this pathway to bring the immune system into play, which then lowers fungi, which is what candida is. So Genevieve may be you know, re, you know, focusing on the wrong issue. It's not, my motto is you can't kill your way to good health. You know, there are certain things you can do to alkalize your, um, your, your, your blood, for instance. You know, candida does not like to live in, in an alkaline environment. Um, it thrives more in an, in an acidic environment. There are certain, certain things that are, are dietary that you can do, uh, which ironically is more about raising acidity in your intestines, which translates to alkaline blood. The whole alkaline diet thing is, I think, misconstrued. It's not about eating alkaline foods. It's about feeding microbes that, like lactobacillus, that produce a low pH gut, a high, which is high acid. Um, that translates to high alkaline blood, as well as getting the immune system in action and lowering fungi. So it's really quite a balancing act, Chantel. That's what life is. Yeah. So what would she do? So like she says, how long does it take for the candida to spread in the body? And what it, so what are some solutions that she should do? Well, um, you know, some of the solutions would be to start consuming more vegetables. You know, I'm a big fan of dark leafy greens, especially arugula. I'm kind of an, an arugula freak. Um, I, you know, these things are going to raise the lactic acid bacteria in order to balance pH and, you know, and raise, you know, the, the, the labs, the lactic acid bacteria, which lactobacillus are, are the main ones. She can do things like make her own kefir and the gut club is now producing kefir grains. You may pronounce it kefir. How do you pronounce? I pronounce kefir. it kefir. Kiefer, yes, I grew up saying kefir. I grew up in Chicago, where uh, you know one of the leading uh, kefir manufacturers is right out, outside of Chicago, called Lifeway. That's actually not real kefir. Um, and by the way, I, I kind of wince inside when I say kefir, but that's supposed to be the the correct way to say it. Um, so now I'm saying kefir these days. Um, but if you want to make your own kefir, it's not using a probiotic starter the way most of the store-bought kefirs are. Um, you know, this is really quite a powerful probiotic. It's, I think it might be better than any capsule probiotic you can use or any probiotic powders that are used to artificially make kefir. Uh, the traditional way to make 
kefir is using these things called grains, which kind of look like cottage cheese in a way. And you, you um, let them ferment for 24, I like 48 hours, um, 48 hours in whole milk. Um, you know, whole milk is better than using things like cashew milk or oat milk, but you can use coconut milk and, and other kinds of milks, but, uh, but dairy milk is going to offer more therapeutic value. So we're, we're now selling these kefir grains on our site, uh, thegutclub.org, that have been developed in France. And they are enriched with kefir grains from all over the world and also different well-researched strains of lactobacillus um, uh, that are incorporated into our kefir grains. Kefir then can then, it, it has a better chance of getting through gastric, gastric acid and getting into uh, colonization in, in our intestines. So, you know, aside from standard probiotics that you will find on the shelf, I think a more powerful thing to do is to make your own kefir and fermented vegetables. This is what's going to go a long way toward reducing candida other than dietary considerations like reducing sugar um, and also, um, you know, raising greens, um, sometimes lowering carbs in general, at least temporarily, is a good idea. So, you know, these are all things that contribute toward balanced flora and thus a balanced immune response. And that's what's really needed. You know, immune response is the big deal today, Chantal. We've got COVID-19 happening. And I think a lot of people may not understand that what's doing the damage when you have an infection like this, whether it's candida yeast or a virus, um, you know, it's, it's actually our immune response that is key to keeping us healthy. And people are, are dying or experiencing severe COVID symptoms, not because the virus is doing direct damage. It's more about how our immune system responds. And it's, we become our own worst enemy when our microbiota are out of balance. And it can lead to severe symptoms, including mortality. So that's what we need to focus on, in my view. We need to focus on balancing our flora and creating an immune system that responds appropriately and doesn't overdo it um, and lead to the damage of organs or things like hair loss or, you know, or, or weight gain. You know, these are so, all things. That, go ahead. No, I'm, I want to bring a really good question because this kind of talks about what you're talking about. This question is from Yolanda Kassir in Oak Park, Chicago. She says, mm -hmm. OMG, your last guest was my favorite. I feel like the show gets better and better by the week. And I know it's a lot of effort. So thank you for doing it. I know I should be taking probiotics and they are so good for you. But to be honest, I feel worse when I take them. I feel worse when I take kefir or kefir, however you want to pronounce it, and mm -hmm. kombucha. And I have a bad case of candida. Why in the world would I feel worse taking kefir and kombucha when that's supposed to be better for you? I'm so confused. Oh. What do you think is going on in my gut? Yolanda Kassir from Oak Park, Chicago. 
Yolanda Kassir. <laughs> Oak Park is a great town. I've been there many, many times. Filled with Frank Lloyd Wright architecture. Great place. Yolanda asks a very important question. And, you know, what's happening, I would say, is what's known as a die-off reaction, also called Herxheimer reaction, or, or Herx for short. And she's taking a probiotic, or kefir, and it's basically starting a war in her, in her gut, um, and she's not able to bring balance of her, of her immune response. So, yeah, a lot of people have that problem. In fact, I was inspired um, to respect probiotics heavily about 11 years ago when I was treating our dog um, who suffered a seizure disorder. And I realized that it may have been of gut origin. And I gave her a probiotic, which rapidly caused seizure. And I thought, uh-huh, this is more proof that this neurological problem, the gut-brain connection, you know, th this is the origin of the issue. It's her gut, not, not just her brain. Um, so, you know, with Yolanda, she's, I'm not sure what, what symptoms she's saying she's experiencing. Um, I'm not sure if she went into those symptoms, but, um, but a lot of people have adverse reaction to a probiotic or kefir. You have to start with very small doses, even a, just a tablespoon of kefir or a pinch of probiotic. Don't take the whole capsule and, and then work up the dose. That's, that's really the best way to do it. Um, because otherwise what's happening is she's putting something protective in her gut that her gut's not ready for. And that's why you need to start small. Okay. So you would just say, keep doing it, but just do smaller doses yeah, or a less powerful one. Exactly. You can go with lower doses. Um, also with probiotics, lactobacillus can cause inflammation more so than say bifidobacteria, which is another protective bacteria I like to call the Rolls, Rolls Royce of the microbiome, bifidobacteria. It's so important. It's, it's 80% of a healthy breastfed infant gut. That's how important it is. Um, so if she's buying a probiotic, try one heavily weighted toward bifidobacteria that also contains lactobacillus. And she may find that that attenuates any inflammatory response. Sorry about that. I forgot to unplug my phone. Oh, that's okay. Um, okay, this next question is from Sandy Stoas from Joliet, Chicago. Everyone's in Chicago today oh, answering yeah. questions. It says, I have gas, bloating, brain fog, mental confusion, cloudiness, and difficulty concentrating. I did have to take antibiotics a couple of times last year, and it seems like my gut hasn't been the same since. What are some things I need to do that can help me to lose weight and to get rid of all of these symptoms? Yeah. What, what's her name from Joliet? Sandy Stoas. Sandy Stoas. I've been to Joliet, Sandy, and my mom's name is Sandy. Um, I grew up, by the way, in the, in, uh, on the north side of Chicago. So I know all these all these places right outside of Chicago. Great town. I think uh, I think the Blues Brothers were from Joliet, I believe. Um, anyway, um, wow, she she took antibiotics. You can't kill your way to good health, 
um, that can cause a lot of damage. A lot of people have been damaged beyond belief based on, you know, certain types of antibiotics. You know, one called Cipro, you know, is causing so much damage that there are thousands of people experiencing, you know, a phenomenon that, that they call being fl uh, floxed, F-L-O-X. To be floxed is not a good thing. And a lot of people may consider themselves damaged for life, but they haven't necessarily focused on how to heal from that antibiotic injury. So you can't kill your way to good health. You have to add life. And she mentioned brain fog. So we were just talk, talking about the gut-brain connection. That's a huge issue. It, you know, it relates to depression um, and all kinds of neurological disorders. Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease are now considered to be of gut origin. You know, there's something called the vagus nerve that connects the gut um, and the brain. That, that's a very powerful uh, connection right there. So the, she needs to do the same kinds of things that we talked about um, with uh, Genevieve. You know, she needs to lay off the sugar. Um, she needs to perhaps go on a low carb diet for 30 days and then bring carbs back in. One of the plans that, that we promote is called cell reset. Um, and that includes a, uh, basically a 28 day detox that has strategic supplements that both feed the healthy microbes and also, you know, balance out um, vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies. So, you know, a low carb diet can be a nice solution, you know, in the short term. And some people even do well on it long term, it really depends on the person. But, you know, she needs to start adding the right healthy probiotics and the prebiotics. Prebiotics are just as important, if not more important, than probiotics. These are the healthy foods and fibers um, that are so crucial to creating microbial balance that could have been damaged from antibiotics. Hey guys, I wanted to tell you I'm offering a free weight loss virtual Bible study. Now is the perfect time to focus on understanding true hunger and fullness and learn what the Bible has to say about it. All you have to do is go to ChantelRayWay.com slash Bible study. After you sign up, you'll receive a six week Bible study video that you can watch on your own or you can get a small group of people and do it together. That's ChantelRayWay.com slash Bible study for your free six week Bible study course. So what That's are okay. the best, what's the best brands that you've seen for the probiotics and prebiotics that you've seen? The best brands, you know, there are so many, you, you, you can't really just narrow them down. I mean, if, if I were to name a few, there's custom probiotics in California. Um, the Gut Institute has a nice probiotic they call Bifido Maximus. There is a, you know, company called Natron in California that makes Healthy Trinity. That's a good one. Um, I like um, the um, Garden of Eden uh, Raw probiotics because it's also got minerals and, and vitamins and digestive enzymes incorporated. Um, they make one for men and one for women. Um, you know, supplements like zinc are also really important. B vitamins, magnesium, certain forms of vitamin C are crucial. Um, 
you know, the list is endless. There are so many ways that we can deal with imbalance these days. And it really, you know, it's almost as much art as it is science these days. What is your opinion on the best testing that you can do to get your, your gut checked? I know I got one test for myself one time and it said that I had a lot of mold in my gut. Um, so what would you say that that, what would be a good um, thing for me to do as far as the mold goes in my gut? Well, uh, Chantel, do you remember the, the name of that test? I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you well, said it, I might know it, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay. Well, um, by the way, one of the tests that is helpful to detect candida is not a stool test, but a urine test. It's called an organic acid urine test. Um, and um, that has markers that uh, one of them is it's called arabinose. That can help people know whether or not they have high levels of yeast. Uh, the oat test, organic acid urine test. Um, there's also microbial DNA stool tests that we promote in our Gut Club stool test discussion group on Facebook. Uh, one of them is called Thrive, and um, another one is called Biomesite. And on our website, thegutclub.org, we offer discount codes for those tests. They run about $100 for a test, which is a bargain. It gives you a bird's eye view of the balance of microbes in your gut uh, with you know, hundreds of species. Where What they're doing is detecting the DNA of the bacteria. Uh, so it's not like an old fashioned culture test where they were you know, culturing the microbes, and, which is still in use by the way, but is considered obsolete. Um, now we're looking at the DNA of the microbes and coming up with an inventory and breaking it down to the point where we can see what's called gut dysbiosis and what needs to be raised and what needs to be lowered. So these newer stool tests are fantastic. I find them highly actionable. Um, some people would say, no, they're just not, not ready yet for prime time. I would say that's not true. They need to learn how to read those tests. There's so much information and they need to know really how to interpret the test in order to provide you know, impactful suggestions that, that make change. And it is very possible to change the balance of microbes in your gut, leading to you know, the attenuation of symptoms. In fact, with weight loss, there's one type of proteobacteria uh, called Enterobacter, um, Enterobacter cloacae, I believe it, it is. It's called the obesity germ. You know, it was found to be highly correlated with obesity. And then uh, there are other obesity um, tests, um, rather, um, I'm sorry, obesity studies that have shown that firmicutes are very high compared to what are called bacteroides. Um, so the firmicutes bacteroides ratio is is very high. There are two, I'm sorry, very low, actually. I'm confusing the issue. Firmicutes are high. Bacteroides are a type of bacteria that's associated with um, leanness. But you can have too much of a good thing, Chantel. A lot of people have 
bacteroides that are way too high. And those, that type of bacteria is very high in LPS toxin, lipopolysaccharide. And that can cause a lot of problems. Hey guys, one of the things that will take your weight loss to the next level is coaching. You can either work one-on-one with me or one of our certified private coaches. If you'd like, you can schedule your free call. It's a 10-minute strategy call just to see if coaching is going to really take you to the next level. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to this recent review a happy coaching client sent in. Thanks so much for your help and guidance. I never could have done it without you. The other thing is listening to the audiobook. Listening to the audiobook and getting the video course that I've done, people are seeing dramatic results. If you just listen to the audiobook 30 minutes a day, over and over and over again, and get the video course, go to ChantelRayway.com and check out the video course. You won't be sorry you did. Mm. So, Yours, I mean, that is very cheap because I, I think it might be, I think it was Genova Diagnostics. I think that's who yeah. it was that I had that that test, I'm pretty sure. I'm yeah. sure you've heard of that one, right? Sure. That's a great test. They're, you yeah. know, they're, it's not like one test is bad and another one's good. They're actually quite complementary. I like to, I, I, ideally, I would like to see, you know, a biome site test or a thrive test and a Genova di- diagnostics test because they can break it down more definitively. Um, you know, there's also a GI map test that shows, you know, four different types of pathogenic E. coli that can, that can lead to all kinds of immune difficulties, including uh, obesity. So what is the number one thing you're seeing? Like if you had to say like, when these people are taking these tests, here's the number one problem I'm seeing and here's the, the solution for it. Well, I would say the number one issue as far as I'm concerned is reduced or absent protective bacteria. You know, we live in a toxic world filled with things like uh, Roundup, also known as glyphosate. And... Uh, antibiotics in the food supply and other pesticides, you know, and all kinds of, of chemicals that are leading to imbalanced flora and especially our immune system basically targeting our protective bacteria to the point where people are reduced or absent in lactobacillus, bifidobacteria, acromantia, and butyrate-producing clostridia. Those would be you know, what I would call the four horsemen, the, the, the four protective bacteria. All, all bacteria are good when they're in the right amounts and in living in the right places. Um, but I'd say the number one problem that I zero, I zero in on is reduced lactobacillus. I think that's really a crucial thing. Um, you know, bifidobacteria is key also, but the more I, I learn, the more I learned how crucial lactobacillus really is. It's also key to vaginal health. You know, you you know, you have imbalanced flora um, in uh, in the vaginal microbiome. Can it's actually been shown that reduced lactobacillus can increase risk of transmission of HIV? That's a study. So, how do you fix reduced lactobacillus? That's a big, 
big question, Chantel. First of all, you have to add life. You know, we talked about fermenting vegetables, like you know, making sauerkraut. You can make beet kvass with a lot of ginger instead of salt. I think that's a delicious thing to do. Um, you can make kefir, and you have to keep add, adding lactobacillus to the point where you correct your immune response, and and then your immune system. You know, this this is pretty technical, and this is something that I personally need to learn more about because I don't think even the the latest science is very clear about this. But you know, raising lactobacillus, uh, I I think is is not necessarily so easily done. Um, but if you're if you're doing a number of things, um, and even using prebiotics like inulin is something that can work very well. You know, things like garlic and onion have fructans that feed lactobacillus. Um, so really focusing in on prebiotics are just as important as probiotics. So, you know, and, and correcting, and therefore correcting immune response so that our immune system is not necessarily targeting these healthy bacteria and not allowing them to grow. So it's, it's quite a challenge. I think uh, we have our work cut out for us. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Okay, great. Well, um, the website's thegutclub.org, our Facebook page, uh, The Gut Club, also our group, The Gut Club Stool Test Discussion Group. And other than that, we're all over uh, the atmosphere. We're, in fact, we didn't even talk about this, Chantel. I, I made a um, children's book a year ago called I Wonder What It's Like to Be a Raindrop. And remember at the beginning of our, of our talk, I talked about climate change and everything. This is about how bacteria float up from soil and plants into the clouds where they freeze the water in the cloud and make it rain and snow. So without these microbes in the clouds, it wouldn't even rain or snow. So, you know, this, this whole issue is everywhere. It's, it's inside of us, it's outside of us. And once you have great flow between your gut and your brain, it's been shown that lactobacillus can raise oxytocin, the love hormone, you know, of your, of your, you know, that's, that's produced in your brain that leads to things like greater immune response and also increased empathy. So, you know, if you do things like, like practice fasting, for instance, you might, you will raise lactobacillus. That's been shown, you know, fasting and intermittent fasting is a great tool, um, but also even water fasting can raise lactobacillus. And then you raise oxytocin in the brain and then you have greater empathy. It's almost a spiritual issue because it actually is. And, and it makes you wonder about all of the fasting, you know, that's been done in religious practice and what, what's really happening. Maybe, maybe there's something to this. It's, it's actually connecting us to, you know, to the outside world. I like to think of microbes as, as a window to even the spiritual world. Got it. Well, you guys stay tuned. We have another episode coming up in just a few. Bye-bye for now. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.